Hot girls have stomach problems, Sydney. <sighs> Hot girls have IBS. <laughs> Me. Yeah. I don't have IBS. Not that I know of. Um, loser. Okay. <laughs> Absolute loser. I got, um, one time I was parked in a Marshall's parking lot and oh no, someone hit my car and I got out and they left a note and on the note it said, hi, here's my number. I'm so sorry. My husband's on his way. I tried to wait for you. You must be shopping, but I had an IBS attack. And that's the most like you thing. I feel that I've deep in my core. <laughs> Welcome to the Rambling Podcast with Sydney Labuda. Let's spill some tea and talk some shit. Am I right? <laughs> One, two, three, fuck it. Hi, everyone. And welcome back to not the first, but the second episode of Rambling Pod. And if you're listening to this right now and you're wondering, Sydney, why do you sound so sexy? Like, I didn't know that this was that type of podcast. It's because one of my nostrils feel as though I took a cork like the size of the one in that episode of Spongebob that I think Patrick puts in like his mouth or his belly button and shoved it in my right nostril. Um, so it's fine. Everything's fine. I just can hardly breathe, but I'm still alive and I'm barely breathing as I think the script once said. Anywho, I'm really excited. First of all, I want to thank everyone who gave such positive feedback about the first episode. And I just want to remind you that compliments and positive feedback is forever encouraged. So don't, don't hold back. Don't think, oh, I gave Sydney such a nice compliment the first week. Like, she's probably fine. No. One of my love languages is words of affirmation, and I thrive on compliments. So please continue to give them. Um, now that the narcissism is out of the way, I would like to introduce my guest this week, my best friend, Danielle. Some of you may know her as Danielle Jenkin. Some of you may know her as Danielle Levy. Listen, let the courts decide. But Danielle welcome hello how you doing i'm good i'm gonna be honest be honest i i will probably never change my name don't you didn't change it legally right no because it's a lot of work it is a lot of it's a lot of work. and zach if you're listening to this it's not that i don't want your last name it's just that i'm lazy no levy's a nice last name it's got there's a lot of really cool famous people eugene and dan levy the like schitt's creek yeah dad and son um, there's another Dan Levy. He's a comedian and like a writer. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Well, I can also be Dan Levy, but I probably won't don't. be. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. Okay. Don't even be Dan Jenkin. Do me a favor. Don't ew, go ew. by Dan. <laughs> it makes me think of, um, what's his name? The dad from One Tree Hill. Oh, Dan yeah. Scott. Yep. Mm-hmm. Villain. Um, so just so you all know, Danielle and I have upgraded, um, the space of recording this podcast. Last week, I was sitting in a costume warehouse, and this week, I am in my apartment, but we are sitting on my bed, and here's why. When Danielle got here, I said, I was gonna sit us at the table like professionals. No. No. Because It's I'm, not the vibe. It's not. That's exactly it. It's not the vibe, and I'm not trying to pretend to be someone I'm not, so Danielle and I are sitting in my bed. Yeah. And you know what? I feel great. We both kind of look like, like a shit. hot mess. <laughs> we don't look camera ready, but that's the beauty of a podcast. Yeah. You, you know don't what? have to be. We are grimy and that's okay. We are grimy. We are greasy. Mm-hmm. We are both in sweat type clothing. Um. So of all of the like wonderful reasons, Danielle like is was an obvious choice to have on this podcast. And when I posted like a meme about like, guess who was going to be my first guest there was like a lot of people who guessed your name wow guys because you were just like an obvi you know like wow. everyone knew it was gonna happen <laughs> but i'm so honored they were probably like oh great this like, girl no <laughs> <laughs> but i think that there's so many great reasons to have you because of obviously you're my best friend but also i think it's 
the common interests. There's just a lot of things yeah. that we can talk about that we yes. would talk about anyways. So why not put a microphone? Why not bother everyone else with it? Yeah, why not give everyone a fly on the wall view into the world's most messy room, greasy haired friendship? Yes. That exists. Yes. I'm so sorry in <laughs> advance. So, okay. First of all, I don't know how many people are going to care about this. So, like, we, I'll try to not spend too much time on it. But Lisa Rinna. Bruh. Lisa Rinna being gone from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, what do you think? Like, what? I want to know if you, do you want her to be gone or no? Yeah. You do. I'm not going to lie. Like, this might be an unpopular opinion. I mean, people love her. Like, love to watch her. Because she's good TV. She's good she's TV. She's a fucking disaster. She's good TV. It's like Ramona. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I love to watch Ramona. Like, I'd be really upset if she was gone. But, like, at the same time, I don't know. I'm... I don't like her. No, and I, I don't, don't like that Lisa Rinna either. But I also feel like she did herself dirty. Like... Yeah. She did also, herself dirty. She made a scene at... Whatever she made a scene at. At BravoCon? At BravoCon. Yeah. And then is like... Like, she needed to be gone. She needed to be gone, but also she did it in the most, like, Lisa Rinna way because I think, like, at BravoCon when she walked out on stage and everyone was booing her and she, like, flipped them off, she, like, literally people were like, fire her, like, get rid of her, like, calling for her removal. So she was like, no, I'm gonna choose, choose, in quotes, to leave because that's way less embarrassing. Like, she's trying... To go about her unwantedness in the least embarrassing way possible. And honestly, I give her credit. No, I definitely give her credit. it's like hard to well, go there's, through. <laughs> there's no other way to do it. However, like it's still, I don't know. I think it's still embarrassing. <laughs> no, I mean, it's embarrassing to be like that public and that publicly disliked. But I will never apologize for enjoying her no, on my no, TV screen. Definitely not. I like... I love it. I love watching her, like, open her mouth and, like, spew a bunch of bullshit. And I also love watching people bully her because of it. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, Kathy Hilton. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad she's gone. I think she did it in the the best way she could have possibly done it by leaving. Okay. Yeah. However, I'm not, like, that hurt. Like, you're like, uh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not that, you know what, like, there's other people I'd be more upset. Like who? I feel like, well different franchises what no but on beverly hills oh on beverly hills um you know what unpopular opinion i love kyle i literally love kyle she's my I, favorite one i'd be really upset if she's I gone i hope she never leaves i also think erica jane brings like she's like the backbone of, right of like imagine right imagine every, she's gone no. every franchise needs a criminal case yes like jen shaw, jen shaw. who is now sentenced to six and a half years. Bye. So here's the thing, though. Like, do you think she got off easy? Because I do. Yes. She got off so easy. Joe Judice legitimately, him and Teresa both went to jail on split time, and they had four, like, young kids. And the only, like, court sympathy they got, I guess, was the them splitting the time. But then, like, Joe Judice legitimately got deported. And... Jen Shaw was like, and I'm not, listen, like she, again, great TV, but she was scamming people in a telemarketing scheme, literally like stealing other people's money over the phone. Like for years. The Judices were just like not giving the government the right amount of money. Right. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I, I agree. I, like, I think she got off easy. Yeah. I was like, honestly, I was shocked because I feel like there were speculations that it was going to be a lot worse. Right? Like she, it was like maybe 20 years. Yeah. 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 And that's what I figured was going to happen. And I was like, whatever, like go out with a bang. Like whenever your last season is before you get shipped off. I just think like justice for the Judices, and I'm not a Joe Judice stan because of many reasons. Um, but justice for them because Jen Shaw got off so fucking easy yeah. compared to what they went through. And like their entire life through prison and like the courts was on the show. Yeah. It was literally on display yeah by Melissa Gorka it was on display for everyone the court cases like him going away her coming home him getting deported like every single thing was on there season after season after season and like Jen gets to just like not go to a reunion 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. she gets to be like, no, I'm not talking about it. Yeah. Okay, I'll come, but I'm not talking about it. But I'm not talking about it, right. Like, Teresa and Joe were literally, literally and theoretically, like, put on trial. Yeah. So, it's just crazy to me. Into the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about, which is the monstrosity of, like, a bullying epicenter that is the app Be Real. Mm. So, like, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is the thing. I, I do love Be Real. I do love it in the sense that I think it's, like, chaotic. And I think it's, like, in a way, it's, like, built to expose people. Right. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. But my problem, I don't have a problem with being real. Like, if I got the Be Real notification and I was, like, I don't know, robbing a bank, right? right. Not that I've robbed many banks. I would do it. You know, there's, like, actually an SNL skit on that, and it's very funny. Right. But whatever. My problem is that every fucking time Be Real goes off, I'm either in my bed, in my bedroom, or in my car. It never, ever, ever goes off when we're out to dinner. We're seeing a show. We're at a concert. It's never been anything exciting. No. The reality of my life to the outside world on social media is that I don't do anything. I drive and I sit in bed. That's what everyone thinks. Well, right. I mean, here's the thing. That is what I do. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) That is what you do. But like, has Be Real ever gone off when you were shooting a wedding? Yes. Oh. Okay. Honestly, yes. Twice. Okay. And did you do it? And I did it. Okay. But like, here's the thing. Like most of the time, I would say like 95% of the time it goes off when I'm in bed. I'm weird with Be Real. I have like this weird superstition. You're such a I can't. I have this weird superstition where like when I take my Be Real, I can't like redo it. Because then I feel, like, feel like I'm not being, being real. You're hashtag be fake. I'm ha- I'm be fake ing. So I'll like take it and even if it's like blurry or like I look like shit, which I usually do, like I just post it. Yeah. You're like fuck it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I can't. Because, like, what's noble. the point of the app? I think that's noble. I definitely retake mine, but I don't retake mine, like, to save it for later. Like, I'm real in the moment. When I see the notification, even if it's late, it's because that's when I saw the notification. Right. I'll only retake it if, like, one of my photos was blurry. Like, yeah. mine today, I went to do my mirror one, like, my back camera, and then I moved my phone too fast, so it was, like, really Blur. blurry. So I just No, like, I still again. post it. <gasps> But then it looks like you don't know how to use the app. You, well, <laughs> listen, then I don't know how to use the app. That's so <laughs> It is really embarrassing. Because, like, sometimes I get the notification when I'm, like, when I'm, like, sleeping. Like, I'm in bed, lights are off, the windows are shut. Whether it's in the morning or at night, I'll be still in bed. Yeah. And I won't be, like, fully awake. So I'll be, like, squinting and I'll have the flash on. And, like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I just, like, wish for once Be Real could go off when I was doing something that would make people think, like, wow, Sydney really has an exciting life. Well, you know what was such good? Like, you know, I really give credit to the Be Real button pushers. The Be Realers. They did it at midnight on the dot on New Year's Eve. Did they? Yeah. I wouldn't remember. (laughs) I wouldn't know. (laughs) They did it at midnight on the dot, and then, like, everyone was like posting their like midnight be real i actually and i was like oh i'm into that yeah i think that's real i think that's really cute and smart i think that i would have loved to have done that and then furthermore to have posted it all on the first day of 2023 however my phone Mm -hmm. fell off the back of your husband's tesla and then was run over by a car on the southern state so i actually just re-downloaded be real when i got my phone back because on my like ipod phone i couldn't do it right like i didn't have enough storage for the app i could barely download tiktok right yeah i think that's really cute i think that's like a smart pr move yeah but most of the time they're just doing us dirty like i know so dirty it's so it's just so embarrassing because i feel like not that I feel like I need to prove myself on social media. Right. I don't think that's it. I just think this app is literally designed 
for everyone like it's not just designed for people who it's actually more so designed for people who aren't good at social media because like okay let's do you think that like fucking kim kardashian is gonna want to be real no she is so like strategic with her social media right do you know what i mean like kim kardashian isn't gonna post a video if she's just or a be real if she's just like laying in bed like with a double chin right she's not gonna do that So it's better for the people that, like, don't give a shit. But my problem is that I give a shit to the point where I feel like I'm being judged. Right. Well, here's the thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think, like, the creators of Be Real were probably like, oh, let's make an app for, like, the everyday people Uh to, like, share with their friends what they're doing at different points of the day, and it's, like, randomized. Great. That's fine. I feel like it's catered towards people who have, like, real jobs. Oh. Like, because think about it. If you're working, like, 9 to 5. Yeah. And then after work, you get off and you, like, go to happy hour, and then you (gasps) go home and you're, like, lounging in bed or or on the couch and watching TV or, like, making dinner or, like, being with your significant other or with your friends, whatever it is. Like, then your be real is always going to be, like, normal. Like, you'll be in your work clothes. You'll be, like, at your desk. You'll be, like, on the train, like, whatever it is. Yeah. But then, like, me and you, like, looks it looks like we're bums because we don't, we don't have work jobs. Nine, nine, <laughs> we, don't, we just don't, we don't work. work a nine to five. We actually don't. No, we don't work at all. We both have sugar daddies. Yeah. It's, it's actually the same sugar daddy. Yeah. It's just Zach. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Zach walked into rehearsal last night with, like, a, sh- not like a, like a paper bag. It was like a tote paper bag yeah like it was like almost like the big brown bag you get at like bloomingdale's but it was a wendy's bag and it was loaded with sauce chicken nuggets and french fries because like three people said to zach that they were craving chicken nuggets and And he he just provided literally must have spent like 50 dollars at wendy's i don't even showed up with it and he was like well you guys said you wanted chicken nuggets and Wendy's, so... And I literally looked at him and I was like, is your love language uh, giving gifts? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, is it also words of affirmation? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because, like, he gives the gift of the Wendy's and the people are like, Zach, you're amazing. Yeah, he wants people to be like, oh my God. Like, listen, anyone listening to this, if you need a sugar daddy, call Zach. Danielle's willing to share. I'm definitely willing to share. Because you're also a sugar mommy. He, you know what? You are. Yeah. Like, okay. If we're being real, I'm like, we're talking about the fact that we actually have jobs. Like, you are a self-starter and you own your own business and you are a sugar mommy. Like, you could support yourself 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. curly and champagne. Right. Well, yeah. Duh. Obviously. So, like, you you give off boss girl energy without like the disgustingness of like the term boss girl because that's just like embarrassing (laughs) but like you have that like cred right okay okay Um, yeah I could see that but that being said yeah if you want a sugar daddy call Zach yeah don't call me because I like literally never know what I'm doing with anything and like I'm pretty much just like faking my way through all situations so like don't rely on me for anything no and on that same note don't rely on jared and i say that with peace and love yeah if but you're like, gonna rely on any and anyone you know what me and zach can be mother and father they're actually me and jared's mother and father no but actually but yeah like for real no, <laughs> <laughs> no like actually like truly um yeah <laughs> i birthed sydney it's true she came the, like, out of my three-year age difference it was it was jarring it was crazy but it was wild we'll tell that story another day yeah um so backing up a little bit to in the beginning i said like all the great reasons to have you on this podcast um so like part of it, what i think personally makes our friendship so special is because we have a lot of common like interests like we both like theater we like like fashion we like reality television like we like music we like dogs like things like that we have a lot of common interests yeah but a lot of our approaches at like life even if our morals are the same our approaches and our like i guess instincts 
are almost always like completely different. Yeah, complete opposite. But it's like the perfect balance because it's not like we're disagreeing on things or we like can't see eye to eye on like I guess like opinions. Yeah, like certain issues like we're always agreeing on them, but the way that we like go about those problems and everything is like literally opposite. worlds different. Yeah. So yeah, like, I agree. And the reasoning, so, like, there's obviously the theory of, there's there's actually, like, tons of theories. So this is just, like, one subsect of the personality type theory. Like, there's that one that's, like, the Myers-Briggs test, which yeah. I've taken, and for the life of me, I have no idea what the fuck my result was. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember, and it's Honestly, a long Honestly, me test. either. That's the one that's, like, I... Yeah, like, ENFP. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's the way simpler thing, which is personality type A and personality type B. You are, like, literally the most type A person I know. Yeah. Besides maybe my mom. (laughs) And then I am, like, the most type B person that I know. You're the most type B person The most type A thing I've ever done is actually starting this podcast, and it legitimately took me, like, a year. Yeah. No more than that. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you wanted to do it during, like, quarantine. Yeah, exactly. So, like, we have that, like, perfect, if you could make, like, a Venn diagram... Of, like, type A and type B and, like, put our names on it. Like, it would be, like, a perfect opposite. Yeah, I agree. So, I, like, pulled up what I thought were, like, funny, like, examples. Because people might not know. Like, people might not. We talk about things like this all the time. We like to talk about, like, our, is it? Is it anagram or enagram? Enagram. Okay. We like to talk about our enagrams. We like to talk about like horoscopes like things like that we're into that but some people just like might not like get it you know what I mean like they don't understand they don't know but we know so oh we know all right we know so some of the things I found I found like really funny pictures so first of all look at the drawing of the type a person look at the type b person wait why is he so angry it's like a stick figure and type a is like an angry person like huffing and puffing he's pissed and the type b person has like daisies next to it and it's like smiling i'm i I feel a little mean but so it says understanding the two types of personalities oh no type a self-driven and highly competitive very true oh um yeah oh ambitious and goal-oriented yeah impatient Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Aggressive. Yeah. Controlling and dominant. Oh, yeah. Which, like, I feel like the word controlling, like, it has, like, a positive and a negative connotation. Well, it's, like, it's definitely, like, a, a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because for me, my, like, biggest fear in life is not being in control. Right. Um, whether that's, like, but not being not like in... a monster. No, but, like, whether that's not being in control of, like, my body, not being in control of, like my brain my situation like or like a a certain situation like not being in control like that's why I like to drive myself everywhere yeah like I don't like relying on public transportation or anyone else driving me I like to drive myself because I'm afraid of not being in control and like I'll sit in the fucking trunk I don't care right no I I literally would never on not being in control you don't smoke like you don't do drugs no no I don't I think that like a nice blunt is the most relaxing thing at the end of right. the day. <laughs> no, see, like, I can't do that. I can't even get put on laughing gas at the dentist. I'll, like, start kicking them. I'm really? like, no, I can't. I can't do it. No, like, I'd rather do but it doesn't, with no... But don't they do that for pain? Yeah, I'd rather just feel the pain. Are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. I don't let them put any numbing on me when I get my, like, cavities. Are you serious? So I, I'm dead that's, serious. That's crazy i'd rather just feel it and know what's happening like i'd rather be in control of like the situation and know what's going on needles though yeah oh my god they could literally put anything on me i don't want to feel the most like awake i was for any dental they removed one of my like wisdom teeth but they numbed me i was just awake for it because they were only doing one so they were like we can't put you out so like you're not gonna feel anything but you might hear things well i don't mind i thought that was kind of cool i when i got my wisdom teeth removed i got them all done at the same time and they I did put me to sleep. Yeah. And they, ha- they have to. It took them a very long time for me to actually go to sleep. Like, really? I was fighting it for my freaking life. I was 
literally people like say it's scary like your first time too i was literally like telling i'm like i'm not gonna fall asleep i'm not gonna fall asleep i was telling them and they were like good night and i was like no i'm literally well, awake fuck you i was like screaming at that and then honestly like obviously i fell, fell asleep. asleep but like and i'm glad i did because you can't stay awake through no, four wisdom teeth extractions no, That's no, no 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 i'm glad i did but it was hard for them to do it i was like fighting for my life i mean i i ha- i only had one because right. I, I don't know. It was like an emergency extraction when I went. My right. face was literally bruised. It was like a hot mess. Yeah. But I said, I was like, you guys can put me out. And they were like, no, no, no. We can't put you out. It's one tooth. And I was oh. like, are you sure? <laughs> you were like, well, you can if you want. I was like, I'm down. I was like, as long as someone records me when I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. Workaholic and entrepreneurial. Yeah. Yes. You literally own your own business. Um, sense of urgency. Yes. Fast paced. Yes. Yeah. motivated by challenges and easily stressed out oh <laughs> yeah you're like the biggest victim of like burnout yeah I'm really bad at like doing getting like that I feel like I like every single day like I wake up and I make a to-do list yeah but it's like never ending it's like because you're like I have so much that I could do it's like actually like sometimes like over 50 things long on my to-do That's list so you chaotic. should see mine for today if I make a list of things I have to do it actually because I've done it before it's like four things no mine's like actually 50 <laughs> and one of them is like make your bed <laughs> no like m- mine too like m- sometimes it's like as simple as like washing your face because i won't do it like i need to i'll i'll forget like i yeah. can't i need to have everything written down and i need to have everything like in one place and then i do this fun thing i've done it to you before but i do this fun this is so embarrassing <laughs> this is what? embarrassing i do this thing where when my to-do list is really long oh yeah and i don't know where to start i'll number like everything on my to-do list one through whatever and then i'll like text my friends and i'll be like guys pick a number one through 1745 like right <laughs> didn't you text me christy and ashley and yeah you like pick a number i was like pick a number one through whatever because i don't know where to start that's on the to-do actually list. really smart it's like see you know what's funny you texted us that and i thought you were playing the lotto no my god <laughs> i was like oh i'm picking your lotto Oh no! So I gave you like my lucky number. Oh yeah. Well, like if only had time to go play the lotto. Like I have things to do. I have faces to wash. Okay, let's go into type B, which is probably going to be loaded with like lazy. Um, Well, no, it has flowers. So yeah. Ever stop and smell the roses? Lazy people do that. (laughs) You know what though? I am very lazy though. You are lazy, but this is the difference. Okay, so if you're lazy, right, and you're lying in bed and you have stuff to do, you'll FaceTime me and you'll be like, I need you to tell me to do these things because I have to do them. If I'm lazy and I have things to do, I'm not telling anyone. Well, no, sometimes I, I do. I will be, like, keeping it a secret and watching television. One of my biggest, like, flaws um, <laughs> is that when I'm severely overwhelmed and burnt out, I'll take a nap. Yeah, that's, that's how true. I cope. Well, it's like an escape. That's how I cope. And it's not good because then I lose so At much least time. You're well rested, but like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know what? I slept till one p.m. today, and you and have to I'm be here still. Too. You're still tired, exhausted. Yeah, but you have to also remember. Like my mom was talking to me about this today, and I was like, "Why the fuck am I so congested?" And she was like, "Sydney, because you run down your body." She was yeah. like, "You work to an extent." seven days a week because if you're not physically at work one day it doesn't matter because saturday sunday monday you're working 8 a.m to 4 and then you're at rehearsal or a show from like 6 to 11 so that's basically like six shifts of working in three days so yeah who cares if you only have tuesday off and you did nothing on tuesday she was like it it like cancels it out you're running your body down right and like no it's true it's true um okay type b less competitive and focused on enjoying life yeah yeah but also i feel like i get too anxious to enjoy life sometimes because i'm like oh my god but like what if everyone hates me um easygoing relaxed and highly flexible yeah yeah i know i'm like that because like if someone's like oh like where are we going to dinner i'll be like I don't care. I'm down for anything. Yeah. And like, I could in my head be thinking like, I really don't want sushi. But if like six people are like, sushi sounds good. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Oh my God. Not me. (laughs) I'm like, guys, anything but sushi. Energetic and outgoing, yet also a laid back attitude. I feel like that resonates with me the most. Yeah, I feel that. Because I like to be, I feel like I'm like an extroverted introvert, if that makes sense. 
I am too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, like, I love, like, shy at all. I love to be alone, but, like, I'm yeah. also a social person in social yeah. situations. Oh, for sure. Um, imaginative and creative. I would definitely say creative because definitely. of, like, my hobbies. Um, I don't really know what imaginative means, unless they mean overthinking <laughs> no. situations that aren't real. <laughs> imagining is Imagining like, the worst. No. <laughs> I'm super imaginative, actually. No, 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 no. No, No, you're definitely imaginative. What does that even mean? Like, you, like... Imagination. Like, you, you, like, sit there and you'll, like, like, daydream, almost. Oh, I definitely used to daydream in school all the time. That's why I would fail assignments. Yeah. But I think that that was just a hard time I had focusing. You'll, like, imagine outfits. You'll be like, ooh, I want that. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Imaginative, you know. Um, high levels of life satisfaction. I don't really know what that means. Okay, so that means like high level, like you're satisfied with the way your life's going and you're not worried about, you're not like worried about, like I'm chilling. You're chilling. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like cruising through life and you're like, whatever. You're like, that's fine by me. Yeah. Okay. Fun loving, easygoing, and people oriented. Yeah. I would check all three of those. Definitely. Enthusiastic and spontaneous. I would definitely check those. Yes. Friendly and inspiring. I definitely think I'm friendly and I hope I'm inspiring. Well, I think you're definitely inspiring. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people that look up to you. I hope so. But also, if you're looking up to me, set your standards higher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I think they're looking up to you because you're, like, so positive. Oh, Like, you're always looking on the bright side. Like, you're never, like... I'm glad it seems like that. No, but you do, though. You're too nice. Okay, yeah. You are, no, though. that's true. That's true. You really are. No, like, you, right. you actually are. Like, that is, I would say, like, that's your toxic trait. Like, being too nice. Being too nice. You know what's crazy, actually? Do you remember that TikTok trend where it was, like, people, you would Snapchat, like, all your friends and yeah. say, like, what's my toxic trait? I yeah. did that. I remember. Yeah. And, like, nine out of ten, it was, like, being too nice. Yeah. It's true, though. I think that's your, like, toxic. I mean, obviously, I just, like, it's a good thing. I hate confrontation, and I also... For someone who loves drama in the sense of, like, even the theme of Tuesday. Right. I, I hate, like, actual drama. Like, I hate, like, problems, if right. that makes any sense. Right. And, like, like just confrontation. I, have, I, 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 like, can't. I can't. See, I hate problems when I'm involved, but I love yeah. problems when I'm watching from a distance. Yes. If it's, like, an unattainable issue and also, like, no one's getting hurt, sure. But, like... I feel like if I was not involved in drama that you had going on, but I'm like sitting there and I'm watching you like try to claw your way out of an issue and you're like upset and hurting, like that's not fun to me. Right. No, I get that. Like that's why I like reality television because like it's like funny. Sometimes I think for me it's the energy that it takes to have an issue with someone. Yeah. I can't fathom finding that energy within me because like I barely have the energy to like accomplish like daily tasks right like I'm doing the bare minimum like always so like if you think I'm gonna like take time out of my day to like be petty to someone or spread a rumor or like send a mean text message oh yeah well first of all I don't think either of us would do that no any either of those things but what I'm saying is like when if there's an issue or like if there's a person that like said something that was nasty or like did something behind a friend's back that was like messed up or like someone did something that hurt someone else's feelings whether like those feelings are valid or not I don't know but you always try and like look you always try and see the good in people even if they did something wrong true because I feel like honestly with like most people I feel like it's like always more than meets the eye and I try to play devil's advocate not with people who I think are like genuine sociopaths because like I don't give a fuck well no you like, can't no you can't do then that. honestly like it's so black and white that it's easy to call you out it actually doesn't even take any effort right but I like I don't know like I, if someone was like oh, saying if someone Jared. was saying uh Stepping in. What? What were you saying? Like, for example, if someone said something to someone that rubbed them the wrong way. Like, let's say I was like, 
I heard someone like say something about me and I was like, that was kind of hurtful. Um, Even if that person wasn't intending on being hurtful, you would be the first person to be like, well, I don't think they meant it like that. Right. But the problem is, is that sometimes like people really do mean it like that. (laughs) But sometimes people mean it like that. But not only that, but sometimes the person that received that hurtful thing yeah like they still feel hurt by it it doesn't like demolish their that they were hurt by what that person said yeah so like i feel like it's a good thing to be too nice but it can also be it's a blessing and a curse that's like a bad fear of mine too like i i have like this really weird fear that like sometimes i'm like not even kidding i think to myself and i'm like am i actually like a really bad person like am i like a huge bitch because fuck you jared he's He's nodding yes. yes No, but, like, honestly, like, I fear that, like, am I discounting people's feelings? Like, am I not paying enough attention to what people need because I'm trying to, like, keep things peaceful? Well, I think that, no, and I don't think that's being, like, a bitch. Like, I don't think people would look at that, like, attitude and be like, she's being a bitch. No, I I don't think that way at all. I think they would more look at, like, someone like me and be like, she's being a bitch. But that's such an easy cop-out. Well, yeah. Like, it's easy to say, oh, the loud person is a bitch. Right, of course. That's not always true. Of course. But I think they would look at that situation and be like, she's being too nice and she's also, like, being a little, like, I don't know, like, the right word to put it, but, like, maybe naive. 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 I've been called naive legitimately my whole life. Yeah. And, like, honestly, you're, like... You're not naive, like, in real life. But I don't I'm just even saying, care. Like, like sometimes, even... sometimes when people are too nice, it comes across to other people... As that. As naive when they're the ones who are, like, hurting. Yeah, I, I guess. guess so. That's fair. And, like, honestly, again, like, I... Like, I've always been told that. And I just, like... I never cared. Because I was no. kind of like, all right, like, whatever. Then, like, I'm That's naive. That's just, like, who like, you are, though. Like, I, if I'm hurting someone, if someone tells me, like, and, like, vice versa, I know you would do this, too. If someone was, like, what you do when you do this, it hurts me, you'd be, like, wait, what? I'd be, like, oh. Oh, my God. My God. What the fuck? How do I fix it? I literally offing myself. Yeah, no, like, I'd feel like <laughs> shit. But, like, someone's right. telling me, like, no, you're too naive with people. I'm, like, okay. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Okay. <laughs> well, like, that's the same thing with people who, like, people tell me all the time. They're, like, you hold grudges too much. But you're doing it to protect and yourself. And I'm, like, okay, I'm sorry, but, like. If you wrong me or you do something that hurts me, like, unfortunately, I'll probably never forgive you. Right. <laughs> like, I feel like you, as long as you can weigh out the importance of the topic, like, there's certain things that I think may be worth a grudge or not even a grudge, but maybe it's worth, like, a guard, like a trust issue. Let's say you were friends with someone. Yeah. A long time ago. And you were dating someone and they cheated on you with your friend. Ew. Terrible, right? But let's say it was like literally almost 10 years ago. And now this person comes back into your life somehow and you're like, and in your head you might be thinking like, I don't want this bitch around Zach because I'm traumatized from what happened to me. But are you going to like treat this person the same exact way you treated them 10 years ago when they you had this like hot hatred for them because they yes. burned you so bad? Or are you just going to like kind of be like, civil and be like hey and like not let them in no you're gonna treat them like hot hate well no okay i'm not gonna treat i'm not gonna openly treat someone like that first of all even if i had hot hatred 10 years ago i still wouldn't treat anyone like that okay but i'm not gonna i don't have the energy to have people in my life that I have no interest having in my life. Right. So, like, if this person wants to come crawling back, like, I'm just going to no, be honest. No, you're not going to let them in. No, I'm going to be honest and be, be like, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, no, I, I don't want to talk to you. Like, oh, I don't want to talk yeah. to you. Okay. I'm not interested in having anything to do with you. Like, I just don't care. Like, I just don't... I'm, like, not the type of person who, like, needs a million people to, like, love me or, yeah. like, like me or, like, follow me on Instagram, whatever. Like, as long as, like, my core group of people like me and like are good friends to me and respect me and we I respect them and stuff like that that's all I need like I I don't need anyone else to walk in and be like hey like no I don't need you I don't need it I just don't want to waste my energy on people who wronged me in the past like I just don't care enough as long as I have the people that are like my people you're good I'm good I don't care like I don't need anyone else that's I'm not gonna go out of my way to like be civil to someone who I literally could care less about. I understand. 
You know what's so funny? I feel like you're so much like my mom and I'm so much like your mom. Yeah, no, it's so true. Because like... I agree. When my parents got divorced, my mom literally like she she was like she didn't even fuck this. i mean she like genuinely i think was like happy to be out of it but well, like she was literally like i didn't even see like an ounce of like pain i feel like like she was so independent already yeah 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 and then like so when i went through things in relationships pain breakups cheating what have you like she almost i feel like had to give me the go ahead to be like you're allowed to be upset by this like yeah this like like own this pain like own this like like anger that you have like you can like hate someone like you whatever because I would always be like is it worth it like or you were like was I the one that was wrong yeah and she was like like, no (laughs) yeah well I would say the same thing I would literally shake you yeah I'd be like what are you doing I know I know that would bother so me true. so much. I mean, not that like my mom wasn't strong. No, like, of, of course, course she was. was. She had children, like, but she also is like a type B personality. Like, she's very just like do do do, and I'm like no. Um, so I feel like that was like my mom was like my best friend growing up, right? Like rather than like her being my mother figure, she was more of like oh my god my friend it wasn't like my mom was a fucking mom, mom. that no, bitch was tracking me she was like where are you going whose house are you sleeping at and i'd be like oh i'm uh i'm sleeping at this person's house like we're going to bed good night and like she fucking knew she was like she's going to a party and she would literally call that person's mom and be like oh, oh like the girls God. are hi like because she was friends with my friend's Marie. mom and like literally the friend's moms i guess were more like your mom right and they were like oh like Whatever. No, the girls went to so-and-so's house. Like, he's having a party. And my mom yeah. was like, who even is that? I yeah. Karen's home. And then she, I would see her texting and calling me. And I would literally start to sweat. Like, I I always knew I was on a ticking time bomb. Right. Like, I was only getting away with my, like, sneak out or my lie for so long. Right. And, that like, we had that stereotypical relationship of, like, a mother and a daughter where, like, the daughter has to, like... She's like sneaking out, or she's like, like going to, like, to lie, parties and lying. Like, yeah, like exactly. And now, like, no, it's different. But that's because I'm an adult. But like back then, I guess she was just like so on top of things, and I was so like, who cares? My mom didn't care at all. My mom would sometimes. My mom would come down in the morning, and like there would be like ten random boys and girls, theater kids sleepovers, si- sleeping in the basement. <laughs> She'd be like, anyone want pancakes? <laughs> and then she would make us all pancakes and wouldn't even care she didn't care she never asked and you know if she did ask i was honest with her and she was like okay just be safe like whatever like didn't care at all and i think that's like a lot of the reason why i never rebelled like i never felt the need to rebel or like do anything like that because like if i just told her i knew she wouldn't care yeah but also i was like a, a good you were a good shoes. kid yeah you i was a good kid. kid like i got good grades like i didn't really go to parties like i didn't i was a little i was like very nerdy yeah so like i didn't really have many friends i had like just my theater friends and like whatever so like the only like rebelling we would be doing is like staying up past midnight and then my mom <laughs> would like t- text me and be like can you guys keep it down down there like I, that was the rebelling i yeah. did honestly if it wasn't for theater I probably would have been worse. Like, I wasn't, like, bad. Like, no. I wasn't, like, bad. But You're just I normal. Like, a normal teen. Yeah. And, like, but because I did theater, I was so busy sometimes with, like, being in shows on the weekend or whatever that, like, I didn't have necessarily all of the time in the world. And then also, so, like, I... I had, like, great friends from my school, and, like, they were always more important to me than my theater friends, but then I dated someone from theater who didn't go to my school, and he was just very controlling, and he, um, if I'm being honest, unfortunately, kind of just was, like, didn't, like, go to parties, didn't drink, but his theater friends were his friends. Uh, Yeah, sure, but I, I, I don't know, but he was, like, it was to another level because it was kind of, like, well... I don't do those things so like your friends are bad like they're bad friends but they weren't like you said they weren't we weren't bad just like kids we were just kids. normal teenagers yeah so it became like a you can them or me yeah and but I then obviously it's also was like, like yeah 
because I was like an insecure like little like teenage girl and I was like oh my god like my boyfriend's gonna be mad at me so I like stopped going to parties and like distanced myself from my high school friends that's so annoying because like I know but you know what everything happens for a reason because like as nice as they were at the time like if I didn't end up then it might have been toxic then but like I became so engrossed in like the theater community and like focusing on that as like almost like I guess like a profession possibly so like it became everything to me that that's why I started like branching out and going all over Long Island and like going to cap and like meeting all of you guys so like everything happens for a reason and I wouldn't take it back no of course not. but like it definitely altered the course of yeah my like youthful chaos right 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 I guess um the type a type b personality hypothesis says Describes two contrasting personality types. In this hypothesis, personalities that are more competitive, highly organized, ambitious, impatient, and highly aware of time management or aggressive are labeled type A, while the more relaxed, receptive, less neurotic, and frantic personalities are labeled as type B. Which is basically like a summation of like all the things we just talked about. Right. Okay, so also, so I was trying to find like studies on like friendships like okay. type A and type B friendships and why they work so well. But it was such like a niche thing I was looking for. So I just like found things on relationships in general. So like okay. this is technically about dating, but like it doesn't really matter. Okay. This says the reality is that sometimes opposites attract and they can balance each other out. Type A individuals are typically quite organized, capable of planning or structuring and good at making decisions on behalf of themselves and their partner. While someone taking charge might seem frustrating to another type A, Type B's laid-back nature means that they're happy to go with the flow and let their partner decide. In fact, it might even just be a relief to the type B person to not have to make the decisions. And, like, we literally just went on a vacation together. I feel like it was kind of like that. Not that I didn't do anything. No, 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 it was, though. It totally was. But, like, you, like, you were able to plan the flights. I planned really, like, everything. You reservations. Yeah. Like, do all that shit. And, like... I was able to coordinate our outfits. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, I found a test. I think it's supposed to give you the result of type A or type B only. Okay. And I know we know the answer, but I just, like, want to take it, you know? Like, I just yeah. want to see. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do yours. Okay. Okay. When exercising, I... Tr- <gasps> All right, we're already All right. off to a website. Okay. This, is, right. this is sabotage. Maybe, maybe we should do a different quiz. <laughs> Um, no, but, like, that's the only lame one. Okay, just do it, just do it. When exercising, I try to keep a steady pace or push myself to go harder. No. Which one? Oh. You have, no, you have to pick, you can't just say (laughs) no. (laughs) Okay, wait, give me the options again, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) None of the above. When exercising, I try to keep a steady pace or I try to push myself to go harder. Steady pace. Which, honestly, that's, like, the only one where, like, I'm the opposite. Like, I'll push myself. Interesting. Okay. Truly. But okay. that's because I hate myself. Um, okay. In All conversations, right. <laughs> sometimes, I interrupt people or people interrupt me. I interrupt people. And people interrupt me. Okay. But not but in, I'm like... Doing yours. No, wait, not but not way. in a way where you were talking about it being your ick last week. No, no. Not like not that. Not like that. Um, okay. I... Oh my god, I could literally answer this question for you. I don't even... This whole quiz probably. No, just read it. I play games to have fun or to win. <laughs> To win. And I play games that fun. <laughs> the best position slash rank in a team is... <laughs> leader. The le- That's literally... <laughs> the leader or the second in command to an awesome leader. No. These are literally... It's I'm like sorry. we wrote this test. Remember when we did the um, escape room? Yeah. I was like, guys, everyone needs to listen to me. Yeah. I was, me and Ryan. Yeah, because we like, Ryan is also really type A. I know. When driving... Cars pass me or I pass cars? I pass cars. I pass cars too, but I think that's just because You're just like, reckless, I, I'm I think. a speedy driver. <laughs> <laughs> the pleasure in a task is either finishing it. Finishing it. Okay. What's the other one? Exploring its possibilities. Okay, enough. <laughs> no. Okay. I eat slowly to savor the flavors or fast for a burst of flavor? Fast. But not for a burst of flavor because, because I'm, I'm busy. Hungry. Oh. I'm hangry <laughs> and I got other things to do. Right. Okay. Stress pushes me to achieve or harms my output. Achieve. When I take breaks, I enjoy the moment or I stay preoccupied with my work. Preoccupied. Before you get your results, you must finish a survey. Oh, oh come on. 
Oh, okay. You are a type A personality. What? Wait, wait, what? what? And I truthfully don't have to answer these questions because all of my yeah. answers were opposite. opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so according to Meyer Friedman and Michael Murtek, you are a type A and I am a type B. Wow, guys. So... Are you ready to be a Tuesday co-host? I'm literally so excited. I've never been more excited, actually, for anything in my life. Okay, I'm going to start with a light one. Okay. But I felt like this would be good because we both have gone through something like this. Okay. It just says, I'm finally moving out of my shitty, horrible apartment, and I'm so excited. I don't know if this person's talking about their apartment being, like, actually physically shitty, or if, like, just, like, the memories of being in that apartment or what happened in that apartment are shitty, and you're getting away from, like all of that trauma which could be like really great yeah like, so i don't know if they're actually talking about like the, the apartment's actually physically like disgusting. a thing right. yeah or if like <laughs> just like the memories of being in that apartment were shitty and you're finally like moving past that into a yeah. new space so that's great either way yeah either way that's really good when i moved into my apartment like which i love i moved out of my house which I love my house. Like, my house is super cozy and, like, great. Yeah. But I felt like I was upgrading even though I was downgrading in size and quality just because when I moved, like, my relationship with my mom got, like, better because, like, we weren't two grown women living under the same roof anymore. Right. Like, my quality of life got more independent. So, like, yeah, I downgraded in the sense of, like, now I pay my own bills. Like, I live somewhere smaller. Yeah. Like, my house was great. But I upgraded in the sense of, like, progressing my future. So, like, I think moving is, like, obviously sucks as a process, but, like, it's awesome. Yeah, it's great to, like, start in a new space Especially if you had bad experiences it, yes, in the old one. Yeah. And also, especially if you're like moving on your own. Yeah. That's really fucking cool. I mean, listen, I love being by myself. Yeah. I love, I'm a homebody and I'll sit home by myself forever if yeah. I could. Um, But I do think like being the decision maker, getting to like make it your own yeah. and do what you want to do with it and not have to worry about anyone else's opinions or like is like probably a great feeling I've never had that feeling but yeah it's probably great yeah no I agree because like sometimes like Jared will come in here and it's not like he doesn't like it but he'll be like the this room is like like bland and right like, it's not bland I just live and like like the look of like a neutral monochromatic like palette like a yeah. color palette so like yeah. I like in this room grays tans beiges browns blacks whites and then maybe like a pop of metal like a pop of gold yeah and like i would do that everywhere like i also did the entryway yeah and it looks the same as this room right and he is more like color and like um accent pieces which like i can still appreciate because he does it well and like we will collaborate yeah but sometimes i'm like oh my god imagine like i could decorate a whole space to look just like this like i love living with him yeah it's not that i don't want to live with him no i just like i'm a little envious that this person gets to like move into their own new space and do all the decorating like sometimes i go in my like bedroom and i'm like what i would do to just like redo i would do an a like dark green accent wall i would do like all new like comfort I don't know I would decorate it like so differently yeah I feel like yeah I would do like hanging plants and like it would be very like I don't know I would just do it differently yeah like opportunities are endless yeah but relationships and life are about compromise next this person said taking a break from searching for a man for all of 2023 pray for me okay honestly I know someone who did that in 2022 and they didn't date. They focused on themselves, their career, their friends. They didn't go on any dates. They deleted all their dating apps and then they just like soft launched the fact that like their best friend for like four years, like best guy friend, they like realized that like they were in love that's so cute and now they're dating and they like they like made a little like picture like on the first week of the new year and like showed like their hands holding and I was like oh my god and it's because and I really truly think it's because like she took the entire year to focus on her friendships her other relationships in life all of a sudden 
like it was right in front of her the whole time yeah and like how are you gonna realize that if you're like focusing on like going on tinder dates no and like i love the idea yeah i'm not trying to like also like shame a dating app because like it genuinely does work for people and like do whatever the fuck you want with your free time but like if you keep oversaturating yourself and like suffocating your like dating palette with like tinder dates and hinge dates and like all of these dates with people that you're like kind of just like eh I guess I'll see what happens. Like, I don't know. Like, you're almost going to feel like you get that feeling of like, what the fuck is out there? And I don't want to say that like ignorantly because like I know dating is a process and I know it's hard, but there's that like super cliche saying of like, it'll come like at an unexpected time. I don't know what the exact saying is, but No, it's so true. Like when you're not looking is when, when you're not looking is when it's gonna find you yeah exactly and I completely agree with that I mean that's how like I I wasn't like looking for I was like about to leave for college when I started dating Zach I was not looking when I met no we know (laughs) (laughs) but we know it just like happens you know and then like when you know you know so like if you're not focusing on dating like I truly think it will find like the right person will find you when you're focusing on yourself and your other relationships in your life because you're gonna have like such a better outlook like your standards for what you want for yourself and like what you want for your life it's and what just you need gonna be, yeah like it's gonna be so much more of like a puzzle I feel like that perfectly fits together so like instead of going on meaningless dates like one after another with people that you don't really like know if you care about like you just think they're hot like it's not gonna be like that because it's gonna be someone that like automatically checks all those boxes and that's like the only reason you want to take it forward and like listen like if you want to hook up with people See a guy that you think is hot if you want to hook up with him. Like, you don't have to have, like, a dry year. But as long as you're not, like, oh, do I have to date this person now? Do I have to text them every day? Do I have to blah, blah, blah? Like, you don't want to get mixed into that, which can be easy. You want to just, like, like this person said, take a break. I'm not looking. I'm not searching. Like, if it finds me and it makes sense for me, then that's great. Great. Yeah. Okay. This one's a little long. Um, This person said, may have a liposuction soon. Going in for a consultation in a few days. Genuinely nervous about it, though, because I might actually go through with it. I don't know what's worse, though. Risking surgical complications or going on living, hating my body more and more every day. Okay, well, first of all, I'm not a doctor, but the risk of surgical complications... I feel like if you're going somewhere that's, like, reputable, you don't really have to worry about that. Here's the thing. My motto is life's too short to be ugly do what you want to do if it's going to make you feel better and not ugly by anyone else's standards other than your own yes she means. Yeah, yeah yeah like no, you I should love like... yourself like we just said before right. so if you want to get a fucking nose job if you want to get do don't let other people be like mm, you got a nose job. Like, yeah, no if you want know. one do it Who do it right i totally body. agree do what you want with your own body life's too short to feel ugly yes. i guess that's a better way of putting yes it. feel um but um put that on my gravestone <laughs> please anyway so i i say go for it if it's gonna make you feel better however it's tricky because if you suffer with body dysmorphia which can be very hard to admit if you do then even if you go through with the surgery you're still gonna be unhappy with your body and if that's the case then first of all it's hard for someone to see if that's the case on themselves because a lot of people who have and suffer with body dysmorphia obviously don't know they have body dysmorphia yeah they just think that's what they look like you need to make sure you're going to a surgeon that's reputable and not just doesn't just want money and is it is gonna botch into anyone who come walks in the door yeah like if i went to a doctor and i was like oh i want to have a boob reduction they should probably look at me and be like, you have the smallest boobs I've ever seen. You're not getting a boob reduction. And not just like take my money. Like, like she said, like you want to go somewhere safe. And that's again, like the surgical complications, like make sure you're going somewhere legit. I say go for it. But like, if you're, I don't know, it's just like, it's a little tricky. Cause like this person is saying that they like hate themselves, hate themselves. Yeah. Like it's like complicated. Cause you want to be like, do this if it'll make you happy. But will but it? You, will anything exactly, make you happy? Exactly. Will, will you still look in the mirror and be unhappy with the way you look after the procedure? That's what is, like, worrisome about it. Right. Is it, like, body dysmorphia and, like, you just, like, 
maybe do you need to learn a little self-love before you pull the trigger on something like this? Hopefully the doctor and the surgeon will, in your consultation, will be able to differentiate it and see if you're a good candidate for the liposuction. So we support you doing whatever you want that makes you happy with your body. We just want to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Agree. Oh, oh, oh. Oh no. Okay. No, I just like knew that like you were going to like this one specifically. I don't know oh, why. I just feel like no. it's kind of because of like what you said before where you were like, I don't have the energy for people who aren't going to be like okay. adding to my life. Okay. This person said, I'm so over being in a one-sided friendship. Ugh. With the eye roll emoji. Bye. Yeah, but how do you, how do you handle that? How do you handle it? So like, let's say, do you feel like you care more about the person then they care about you. Obviously, communication is really important. It's really hard, especially with like a friend or someone who you want them to like you. Like you want them to be your friend and you want them to reciprocate your friendship. So it's obviously hard to say something, but you need to have a conversation with this person. And you need to just be honest about how you feel and be like, I really care about you as a friend and I feel as if I'm not getting the same thing reciprocated in this friendship um you could do that or honestly if I felt like I was in a one-sided friendship maybe I wouldn't say anything I would say something if that person did something wrong to me right then I would absolutely say something and be like this really hurt me or like the fact that you didn't come to my birthday really hurt me or you know any something like that if that's part of it but if not I would just if they're not texting you first don't text don't them. text them i would literally just like it's let not it go wash away exactly and i honestly i do that i do that a lot like if there's someone that i feel like i'm being a great friend to and i'm loyal to and they're like not responding to my text messages or like not asking i'm always the one asking for plans and like all that stuff then like i'll just stop like trying yeah it's it's really honestly there's no time in life to waste your energy on those people if they want to be your friend then they'll show that they want to be your friend and like listen like and this might be like a benefit of the doubt thing and like maybe i'm taking it too easy but in my opinion if you do all those things and then all of a sudden like this person reaches out to you right like let's say you do that you let it kind of take the trash take itself out yeah you let them you say, okay, if you're not going to text me first, then, like, I'm not going to text whatever, you, yeah. whatever, like, and it is what it is. And then, let's say a month later, they reach out to you. And yeah. they're like, hey, I feel like we haven't talked in a while, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And they seem like they're genuinely coming from a good place because, like, there is a reason you were friends with this person to begin with. And, like, listen, they as long as they admit that they might have fucked up and that they might have been selfish, maybe something was going on. Maybe they were struggling with something that they were too um afraid to or open focus up about. on yeah and like they didn't want to because like sometimes I know I do this and like people write this in all the time they'll be like oh I'm silently struggling yeah and I feel like I'm gonna burden people with my feelings so even as close as they are to you like they might they might just not want to talk about it they might not even know how to articulate those feelings right. like so in turn it feels like they're pushing you away and they really might not mean to so they might need that tough love from you and kind of like you don't know what you got till it's gone for them to right. realize. But if they do realize and they do come to you well, and you love this person, I would take them back personally. Okay, I agree with you. I would take them back, but not before I was completely honest with the way I was feeling first. Oh, yeah, no, so you can't they, bottle it up. And I would give that person the opportunity to then be a better friend. Right. And if they did show actions towards being a better friend after that, after that conversation, if they started showing that they cared about our friendship and started putting an effort into the friendship, then I would let them back in. Yeah. Relationships are hard. Any relationship. It's not just like, it should be easy to the sense where like you enjoy being around each other and like it's easy to enjoy each other. But, like, you can't just do nothing. Yeah. And, like, expect everything to always be kumbaya and, like, send us happy texts to get out of it. Yeah. I also feel that, like, if you feel like you're in a one-way friendship and the person keeps trying to come crawling back, I think something that a lot of people do that's a mistake is, like, they let that person get away with it. And they let Mm. that person walk all over them and take advantage of them without expressing their feelings back. 
True. For example, so they'll send you a text message. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's hang out soon. Oh my God, no problem. And then you see them at a party and you're lovey-dovey again, but you never express to them that you were hurt by their actions and that you were hurt by them. Like you felt like you were giving more into the friendship than they were. You Mm -hmm. have to be honest or else it's going to be a cycle. It's going to keep happening. Yeah, it'll never end. It'll be the rest of your lives until the friendship just completely diminishes. Right, and if they just don't, show the actions after you expressed your feelings then that's it then you move on to other people yeah there's more important people who are going to treat you like a friend should treat yeah like the way you deserve because no one wants to be in a one-sided friendship either where like it's kind of like you're sitting there thinking oh why doesn't this person want to talk to me like am i doing something like it's suddenly making you spiral like yeah. you don't you don't want to feel that way no. and I'm sure that person doesn't want to make you feel that way either no but if you don't like you said like if you don't talk about it like nothing's gonna change yeah you have to be honest so yeah either like approach this person outright or just like completely let it go and if they come back to you regardless a conversation has to be had I you think have you to just, tell them how you how you felt and why you haven't spoken to them yeah you just have to decide if it's like now or later yeah I agree that was all the tea. Oh it was my just those four. God. That was four? That was four. Love it. I know. That was a good one to end on, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Danielle, so obviously you're a human being, but you're also a businesswoman. So yes. plug yourself, plug your business, all that jazz. My Instagram is at Danielle Jenkin Photography. No S at the end of Jenkin. Um, and if you're looking for a wedding photographer um hit me up yeah i mean or a boudoir photographer like couples engagements weddings boudoir yeah one day i'm gonna see that this podcast i'm i'm manifesting this that this is gonna actually um do something for me in a sense of revenue and not just joy and it can grow and then once that sense of revenue um is present i'm going to pay danielle a million dollars to take really good pictures for me for this podcast one million dollars there hasn't been one million dollars around here in 25 years (laughs) um share this force everyone to listen to it i just like feel like you know it would be the cool thing to do and who as luann de la seps once said be cool don't be all like money can't (laughs) money can't buy you class sydney elegance is learned my friend so yeah um thank you everyone for listening danielle i love you thank you for doing this and ta-ta xoxo ciao gossip girl